Hey everyone, we're your GG podcast hosts, Brittany and Gahondawux. Quick update as to why we've been super delayed with releasing new episodes of the podcast. Since December, actually, we've been incredibly busy with our workload and we're now finally able to focus on the podcast. Plus, we're all still in the COVID-19 pandemic and I had to go into quarantine to see my results, but they were negative, so that's good. I'm so happy you're okay and... We both took much-needed vacations. Yeah, it was like a double vacation for me. But um, anyways, thank you for your patience. We'll continue to do our best with updates, releasing episodes, posting on social media, and all that good stuff. So thank you for sticking with us. And now on to episode five of the GG Podcast. Sego, everyone. It's Brittany Bonaparte. And Gahandawux Perkins. And you're listening to GG Podcast, where we get to tell your spooky stories from Akwesasnet and neighboring communities. And GG, or GG, no matter how you pronounce it, it's more like a slang word for ghost or boogeyman, boogie person. Yep. So yeah, um, slang for ghost or boogie person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What do we have in store today, Gohanabox? So today, I think you have a couple of stories that your friends wrote directly to you. Mm-hmm. And then I've chosen a few more stories from the Akusasane Scary Stories page. Cool. Which you can go on Facebook and find that group and share your stories or read some more. Um, and yes, we got some, I think this is like the first episode where we have the more majority or not majority, but a 50, large 50. 50-50 of the stories that were written for us, which is exciting for me because I love things that were meant for us, you know, like just yeah. these little things. And um, it was either like my friend uh, messaging me and just sending me a story or someone putting their story into the DMs. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, Akwesasne TV on Facebook, GG Podcast on Twitter, Instagram. Um, what else? And yeah, our website. I think that's about it. Yeah, our webpage. Our webpage where you can submit your stories, but you can do it any way you want. It's just there for your convenience. And at com slash gg, T-S-I-T-S-I. Yes. Um, however, I was thinking um, earlier today before we came on, I wanted to um, work on doing like a, a special episode. Mm-hmm. On maybe the Mohawk school or just some, some landmark, do a special, like every now and then have a special episode where it's just like a lot of content in it, you know? Mm -hmm. So I don't know. So would that be us relying on people writing in about their Mohawk school stories? I think what I want to do is go out in the field and record people firsthand, like one or two stories, maybe one just to, Mm. but, um. I, there's a lot of stories in that group, too. There was a whole thread about Mohawk School. Um, I didn't get to that one yet. Yeah, I just saw it recently. It was, I think it was by one of my um, teacher assistants from Mohawk School that oh. mentioned it. So maybe that's something we can do. Yeah, that'd be cool. But in the meantime, you guys, you should definitely um, submit your story. Yeah, <laughs> please. <laughs> We've been praying and begging. and but So the stories that we do have today... 
pretty creepy. And I've been told that we should try to be a little more creepier with our storytelling. Really? That's what I heard. Hmm. Yeah. So I've I'm... been told that we're too creepy. What? Really? No. <laughs> No, I heard that, um, well, a lot of people are, like, a little too, uh, like, uh, scared, afraid of uh, listening to us. And someone was like, no, they actually make it pretty light and fun, so you don't have to be too scared. Yeah. But I don't know. I th- I don't know. Should we be scarier? I got a pretty scary voice. I think we're doing okay with what we're doing so far, you know? Mm-hmm. But I don't know, I guess with, like, our graphics and stuff, like, our aesthetic, it looks really dark and scary. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then you listen to us, and (laughs) it's us. So I think maybe maybe our branding needs to be. I don't know. I like it, though, because we're both pretty dark individuals anyway. Yeah, and we like to talk about disturbing stuff. Yeah. uh, I guess it works out. Yeah. All right. Are you ready to tell some stories? I think so. You want to go first or me? I will tell this one first, okay? Okay. Okay, so this is one that someone submitted to me. And I don't think I'll give her a name because I don't think they... They don't tell us if they want to use their name or not, so... Okay, so... Here's the story. My third grade teacher told me the story at AFS. Um, AFS is Akwezasne Freedom School, for those that don't know. Ow, ow. She wouldn't speak English to me, so this might be a top hat guy story, but I don't remember that way. So she said if you went out drinking all night, you'd see this man taller than the tallest trees. Looking up at him, you'd only see him up to his waist. I remember her saying he was dressed in leather, like traditional Ungwehunga clothing. She said her cousin and her brother saw him one night, like 4 or 5 a.m., walking behind him in snai as he was stumbling home drunk. He got really scared and ran home. Even when he was home, he could still hear loud, gigantic steps. He just stayed bed, stayed in bed, frozen, scared till he passed out. Ew! Oh my god! <laughs> Wait, it's kind of cool though that it's wearing a uh... traditional clothing. Yeah, I've never heard that before. I mean, I heard some little people sometimes wear clothes, like not like little spirits, like the little people, little spirits. Yeah. I wonder if some listeners that will tune in will know like when what we're talking about when we say little people and stuff like that, you yeah, know? Yeah. Yeah, I think we well we're going to have to explain more like certain things because not everyone is from Akwesasne and understands what we're saying. Yeah. So like she said, um traditional Ungwehun clothing <clears throat> which is just traditional regalia with um what, like a loincloth, like a buckskin loincloth? Like that That's tradi- what I'm picturing. Is that what she's... Like, that's, like, way long time ago. Yeah. And then the traditional Ungwehunga clothing that I'm thinking about is, like, ribbon skirts, some leather, you know? Like, yeah, like, more uh, modern like, yeah. style. But she, I guess she's looking at it as, like, way long time ago. Mm. And then that's also another thing, too, is that we... um. A lot of stories start off with like, oh, they were drunk or doing drugs or something. <clears throat> and I think we talked about this before, how like those types of stories, yeah, they're scary stories, but I mostly think they're meant to keep you away from drugs and alcohol, you know? Yeah, more as like a, a warning, like, please be a better person <laughs> <laughs> or just going to happen. Or I'll scare the <laughs> shit out of you. Yeah. All right. So I don't think you guys should go out drinking and, you know. 
at least be responsible, more <laughs> responsible and like have a DD ready or with you. Like there's always like I know there's a ton of people who even if you're a stranger, like reach out to them on Facebook and they'll like help you out and go help. Yeah. You know, pick you up. That's make what sure I sure you're home safe. That's what I love about our res is that like everyone's so close, you know, so mm-hmm. it's no big deal to just drive someone home from the bar or something, you know, or from a party. Yeah. But I mean, I understand with more recent times, like you can't really just pick a, up a hitchhiker, COVID, you know. No. Well, hopefully we don't see like new stories about yeah. people partying and stuff. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's like uh, a big thing in our culture to just not about partying. Don't mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. Scary shit will happen. Yep. Okay. How about your story? All right. So here I have a story from... Should I say her name? You didn't say your person's name. If you want, like yeah, if I'm it's just, just the first name. name. Yeah. Okay, so mine's from someone named Chantel. And it goes a little something like this. <laughs> just kidding. Sorry. Okay. <clears throat> when my oldest son and I moved into our trailer on my grandfather's property in Fort, he always slept with me because his bedroom was on the opposite side of the trailer and I didn't want to sleep alone either. We would hear the main door of the house open and shut, footsteps around the kitchen, a lot of times rumbling in the big barn slash garage, boxes sliding, things crashing. For almost a week straight, he would wake up screaming, grabbing me and telling me to make it leave and describe its face and eyes as it came towards us. It would taunt him and slowly wake him up, coming at him, trying to grab him as he would grab onto me I couldn't see it, but I could hear it moving around. As soon as... That doesn't say as soon as. (laughs) (laughs) No, it doesn't. My glasses keep fogging up as I'm reading, and I'm like, where am I? Hello? (laughs) A lot was done for it to stop. Same place about a year later, I had a guy friend crashing on my couch. He got there before I was home from work, but when I finally got in, he woke up asking me why I came home and then left again. I was confused because I had just gotten home. He then told me that he heard the door open, what he thought was me walking in and walking down to my room and then back out the door. I hated that place. Same issues at my grandpa's house next to it, that entire property. Wow. So what is she saying, that she's hearing stuff? Yeah, she's hearing stuff like around the house and in the garage and the big barn. Um, boxes sliding around, crashing. Um, but her kid is seeing this entity and is being tormented by it. So he's like trying to wake up his mom or get his mom to like get it away from him, but she can't see it. She doesn't know what's happening. But the only description she's getting is him describing its face and eyes as it's already heading towards the child. <laughs> Which is pretty terrifying. I wonder what she means by a lot was done for it to stop. I bet she was doing like ceremonies, like yeah, like a dead feast or something like that. That's sad. This one makes me sad because um, it's like it's haunting her, mm-hmm. and she's just um, scared and wanting to just seek help, you know, like. And then, um, and then a year later it happens again, you know, but. <laughs> I was going to say, get out of that house. Yeah. <laughs> but then it says, I hated that place. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure she's 
out of there now. And then she says, same issues with my grandpa's house next to it. Mm-hmm. So the whole ground is something, something sinister is going on there. Yeah. Yep. And then waking up for a week, man, I wonder, like it could probably be if you're kicking and screaming for like during sleep, right? And then you're going through that for a week. There must be something going on, like you're stressed out or I don't know. like Yeah, it's just feeding off whatever energy you're uh, letting out there. <laughs> yeah, bad energy. Well, mm. I hope uh, Chantel is like doing okay nowadays, you know, like yeah. after all this. All right, Chantel, please keep safe. Yeah, go on and be safe, huh? <laughs> all right, should I read my next one? Mm-hmm. Okay, so this one... It's from a friend. And I had just been asking like um my friends like can you send in <clears throat> can you send in stories? They're like what what do you mean what kind? And like does it count if I'm like this or that? I'm like it doesn't matter as long as you're from Aquizasne or Mohawk or indigenous of any type, you know? And I think if, even if it's like a real life thing where somebody is like like a physical human being is like following you or something, like I think even that, that's a spooky story. That's scary. Like, yeah, anything like even if it's like just a normal weirdo, you know? Yeah. Like if it's a story that you want to tell because you just want to share it and like get it off the chest. Yeah. Like we're down to read your stories. We can be your homies. Yeah. Okay. So this is, she just gave me this story. And I kind of like this one. So around the same time as the lights were going on and off, it's funny that she starts her story like this. <laughs> so it must be Sny. You Cut know? scene three weeks earlier. <laughs> <laughs> so the lights were going on and off. We can all assume safely that this is probably Sny. <laughs> and then, okay, so she continues. Louis was washing his car and had the speakers up against the window, blasting music. And then we went to the movies later that evening. But when we pulled back in, the music was still playing. And I was like, I thought you turned the music off before you left. And he was like, I thought I did too. And as we were going up the stairs, right before we went in, the music stopped. And I was so scared. So I cleaned out the entire apartment. Him and I were drinking all the time. I packed up all the empties and the booze bottles and struggled to get them out. I put them in a big black garbage bag and I was struggling to get it down the stairs. We lived on the second floor. I was real hesitant because there was a beehive under the stairs and black garbage bags were super heavy and I didn't want to disturb the bees. But I got them all of the apartment and then smudged the place and then went to a moon ceremony with Miranda. Clanmother said not to talk about what happens in the ceremony, but afterwards we were outside of the sweat and around the fire she told us something she saw inside. The vision she saw. Oh my God. She said she saw a girl climbing a hill. Then said it was more like stairs and said there was a black shadow following her or something like that and it reminded me of myself like hours before the ceremony the black shadow the black garbage bag of empty booze bottles i only share that because it was said after we were out of the sweat lodge so what (laughs) what happened here so it kind of seems like since they were drinking a lot that kind of like that could be sort of like a beacon to spirits because of that bad energy and her um, 
I think she's trying to connect the garbage bag oh. of liquor with this black entity that's following her or that was following her up the stairs at the time or something like that being, I don't know. It's hard to explain, but I kind of, I, I get what she's trying to say. So <clears throat> I think like, so her, um, the vision she saw, she said she saw a girl climbing a hill, but said it was more like stairs and there's a black shadow following her. What if she was like blacked and like trying to crawl up the stairs and then the <laughs> spirit was like, come on, girl, let's go. Let me get you up these stairs. <laughs> I think it's like. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think it's kind of like um, she's like struggling with all this booze, you know, and it, and then she hears from this ceremony like there's a girl that's also struggling. She sees something like a girl struggling on on stairs or something. And <laughs> on like, a, this sounds like me. Yeah, and it, I think that is pretty <clears throat> kind of crazy. And the black shadow, what's the black shadow? And in her mind, she connected that to the booze bottles. Yep. But then, like, what was the, or maybe the black shadow was the the music still playing when they had shut it off, right? Mm. So, like, after that happened, it kind of, like, made her be more aware of how they were living so she was like that's it i'm gonna clean up yep the house clean up my act and dumped her boyfriend <laughs> and do something about this <laughs> yeah um yeah i don't know i like that story because it's kind of not like creepy but it's kind of like whoa you know mm -hmm. and i think um when people go into ceremonies they do find a way to connect like um these experiences to their own life like mm -hmm. when she says well i saw this vision of so-and-so i think it's that gives you some time to look within yourself you know and try to figure out what can you change you know what can what can you make better in your life whether like, i'm gonna flip the script and not be struggling up the stairs <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah exactly but yeah i like that one it was it's creepy but then it meant something at the same time. Mm -hmm. There's different meanings in this story. I like it. Yeah, me too. All right, thank you for that one. Yes, thanks. Mm -hmm. So moving on to my second story. And this one's from someone named Chrissy. When I was a kid, we bought a Ouija board at the KB Toys in Messina Mall. You remember that place? Yeah, I love KB Toys. I loved it too. So amazing. I could never go in there though. Why? It wasn't allowed. Because then we'd want to buy everything and we wouldn't shut the hell up. <laughs> I thought it was like like you were part of like some type of <laughs> call or something. Yeah, it wasn't allowed. My hand got smacked. Just gonna <laughs> Got beaten for looking at KB Toys. Yeah, I couldn't buy a Ouija board. <laughs> I tried to at a yard sale and my father was like, put that shit down right now. <laughs> I, I, I never got the idea behind Ouija board like... I didn't get it either. I just thought it was a little board game. I just pushed the plastic thing around. That's it. And like, what is the, what's so cool what about it? Was it called the, a planchette? I don't know what it's called. Kate Blanchette. <laughs> Blanchette? It's, that's what it's called for I think real? it's with a P. Planchette. Oh. Uh, Kate, Kate Planchette. <laughs> so, uh. I don't know what Ouija's, Ouija, <laughs> I don't know what Ouija boards do. I guess you can contact the dead. Supposedly, yeah, they're able to manipulate the planchette and use it to communicate. 
Sorry, I felt like I had something in my eyes. <laughs> kind of just rolled my eye hella hard. <laughs> I know. Are you okay? Yeah. So, yeah. Well, whatever. Ouija boards, I've never found them to work, so. Hmm. But I am willing to, like, do it sometimes and see if it something happens. All right. <laughs> I'll do it with you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm just going to keep reading the story. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm just going to start over. All right. Okay, when I was a kid, we bought a Ouija board at the KB Toys in Messina Mall. We were, I don't know, 9 or 10? <laughs> so one day, we were just messing around. It wasn't even night. A friend and a cousin were trying to use it. Nothing happened that I remembered. It got put away and tossed up in my closet. It was after that where things got weird. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We started seeing a really tall man with a top hat. What? Brittany. <laughs> what did we do? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. A really tall man with a top hat standing in my room in front of my closet door. Daylight, bedtime, birthday parties, it didn't matter. It seemed like everyone who came to our house saw this guy walk towards my closet or walk out of it. What? That's scary if other people can see it. Like, that thing ain't messing around. <laughs> Then we started seeing an old lady downstairs directly underneath my room. She was always still and staring at us. Ew, I don't like that at <laughs> all. <laughs> tell, tell her to get out. Can you leave, please? <laughs> when we'd have sleepovers, we ended up in the garage because everyone was scared of our house. A year went by, maybe, and a seer came to our house and told my parents to get rid of the Ouija board. I got yelled at. I tried to explain nothing ever happened when we tried to use it. It came from a toy store for F's sakes. <laughs> Supposedly, we had opened something up in my closet area and underneath it had turned into some kind of opening. Damn sorcery. We got rid of the Ouija board, but the people didn't go away. And people is in quotations. When our house burnt down, my closet was totally fine, just a little bit of water damage. Why, though? How? What? How is just the closet okay and water damage? Like, wa water in a fire? What? Where'd the water come from? <laughs> it probably was, like, um, maybe a water heater was in it, or I don't know what. I have no explanation for this for once. I don't have any idea. <laughs> Damn, well, I'm going to keep reading. Okay. And my dad lost his wallet for, like, six months. <laughs> oh, sorry, Dad. <laughs> One day, we found it in the basement under my room, totally untouched by smoke, ash, and water damage. By then, everything had began to mold. There was and still always people or things passing through that property. So you think some kind of like uh, a portal, as they like to call it, mm -hmm. was opened as a result of them trying to play with this? Like they didn't even communicate with anything. They just tried it. That's terrifying. That's like um when we did our investigation and they said there's a vortex or something. Yeah. In the yard. <clears throat> yeah, she yeah, she was calling it vortex and I hear portal a lot too. Yeah, like same And it's the things, same right? thing. Yeah. yeah. And then her house just burns down. That's like a And bad... then the closet being untouched where this supposed portal thing is. That's scary. Like what it, you were talking about how you never 
spoke with anything through a Ouija board? What if you just like randomly opened up a portal wherever you tried this? Like there's no way of knowing unless like some spirit shit starts happening. <laughs> uh, it was just me on the floor pushing the plastic piece. Oh, around just you by yourself? Yeah, I'm like, this is lame. People so- can use them by themselves though. It doesn't necessarily have to be more than one person. Well, it just doesn't, the magic isn't there for me if it's just me, you know? <laughs> it's just, I'm like, okay, cool. Did you light any candles? Did you have any spaghetti and meatballs? No, I was just like, I'm like, what's this do? Like, hello, you know? And I'm like, this is lame. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I just don't see the, the cool thing behind it. Mm-hmm. But I guarantee me messing around with it did not open up any portals. Like, <laughs> If you want to contact ghosts, is there like an etiquette? Like, what do you... Yeah, you have to be there to like listen and try to help them if possible. Like pass on, like let them know you don't have to be here anymore. You're going to be open-minded too. Yeah, but also like you need to surround yourself in a white light because that white light <laughs> will protect you, Brittany. <laughs> You know so much about, like, the paranormal stuff. Well, I watch all kinds of (laughs) ghost shows and um, psychic kids and stuff like that. I'm just like, "Mm, let's watch this. And Chanel's like, do I really have to watch this? And I'm like, no, let's change it. Oh, my God. Sorry, I'll watch this when I'm alone. (laughs) So, um, Chrissy, I... Terrible that your house burned down and, like, I just hope it wasn't part of, like, all of that like everything like as a result of yeah not so much well maybe i don't know i don't know what the story is behind that but like it would probably was such a like a terrible time too like house burns down uh being um haunted by scary ghosts dad losing wallet and then yeah losing wallet but hey they found that wallet and it was perfectly fine so there's there's a, a silver lining you know there's just so stay safe, Chrissy. Yes. All right. Next story. Mm-hmm. All right. So me, Cindy, Krista, and Ronnie were at an apartment getting ready to go to Players Club. Ronnie went there with her truck and was doing our makeup because she was still too young to go out. <laughs> she put her keys on our table and we all seen it on there. So she did all of our makeup. And as she was getting ready, we heard a bang outside. And I told them I thought the place was haunted. So we were kind of on edge as it was anyway we all get ready and ronnie starts packing up her makeup and goes to leave but then she can't find her car keys anywhere we searched and searched for 45 minutes they wound up under the truck like smack dab in the middle under her truck we had to get the broom to grab them so they're just hanging out she sets her keys on the table here's a loud bang and then boom right underneath her car right in the middle like where you'd have to like she probably had has a big truck and you have to really like dive deep under there to grab something you know so what the hell could that possibly be Hmm, not gravity boom like that's weird ronnie i think you misplaced your keys (laughs) i feel like um no you know what it sounds like it sounds like someone shut the door on the truck and like while they were swinging it maybe they had keys in their hand Hmm. and dropped it underneath the you know what i mean that's the only way i can imagine you know what i mean yeah and i hate i hate that like when you you know where you saw it last and then you're looking around going crazy 
sweating, breathing heavy, trying to find this thing that you need to get to some, like, a place. And then it's in, sometimes it ends up being in plain sight or, like, the weirdest place, like, the freezer. (laughs) But usually I can, like, remember, I'm like, oh, yeah, I did put it here. I'm such an idiot. I totally forgot. Yeah. But it seems like this this happened a long time ago for her mm-hmm. to say that Ronnie was underage at the time, which would have been like, what, like 10 years ago, maybe. I don't know how old oh. she is. Um, but I think she's around my age. But so the fact that sh- this story is still fresh in her mind, it must really throw her for a freaking loop because how do you explain something like that? Just mess with her. She really probably can't figure it out. None of them can. They, I guess they probably all still remember this story, too. You know how they say, like, little people can be mischievous and move things on you? That's mm-hmm. kind of what I blame. Every time <laughs> I misplay something, I'll be like, oh, little people. I'm like, please um, put this thing back. It's kind of important, and I need it. <laughs> yeah. Please. And that's common here, too, on, yeah. in Aquizlesne. When I moved to California, I feel like one even followed me there. It uh, my friend Jazzy and I were walking to um, Starbucks or something like that, and she wanted to copy my notes from like to do our homework. And I know I had put it in my backpack before we even started walking. And we got to the cafe place, and I went to take it out of my backpack. It wasn't there. I'm like, what the actual <laughs> cuss word? So we were walking back the same route to see if. Like, mm-hmm. I dropped it or, Tree. like, wherever I put it in my backpack. Yeah. And it was in the middle of the sidewalk, just chilling there, when I know I had put it in my backpack and zipped it up. <laughs> and it was just in the middle of the sidewalk. There was a hole in your and pocket. And I'm like, what the, f- these little people follow me here. And Jazzy's like, what are little people? So I had to tell her. And then she was like, little people, please give it back. <laughs> she's, like, searching all over the yeah. place. Little people? Little people? Yeah, she's like, please help. Help us. We need to pass our exams. <laughs> so that's, I think, yeah. Just blame the little people. It's common here for us to talk about, and I don't even know where it originated from. I don't know either, but I know some other tribes um, have the same thing. I don't, I don't know if they call them little people. I, I used to, I would always hear that from my family too. Like they would be digging through the cupboards or something, mm-hmm. and they'd be like, I'm like, what What happened? She's like, I don't know. Like, it was my cousin or something. Like, I don't know. It's like something uh, stabbed me back there in, in the cupboard. And she, like, started taking the stuff out, and there was nothing that was sharp in there or anything. Ew. So, she, and then she, that was the first time that I heard the term little people when mm-hmm. I was much younger. And she's like, it must have been, maybe she was just messing with me, you know. Mm-hmm. But that was the first time I heard it. So you've never, like, seen one? No. I've I've seen one. I've seen two, actually. There was actually another story that I was going to include that had little people in it. Isn't that insane? Let's uh, let's leave the... I'll leave my little people stories for next episode. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. I have, I have one, but I think we should look more into it. Mm-hmm. Where like do we... To, do- to give a better description or more information on little people... Yeah, because it, we kind of sound insane right now, you know? Yeah. <laughs> to yes, someone. For sure, me, because I'm like, I've seen them. <laughs> I've seen them. <laughs> I'm in the Little People's Club. <laughs> I'm on the Facebook group. 
yeah, you got to tell us those stories. I would be super stoked to hear them. Heck yeah. And then, like, I still think about that one story where it was wearing a hoodie. I know. <laughs> wearing, like, oh, no, that is a down pony. He's probably using... Like, what do you want, you tiny white hoodie thing? <laughs> With Yeezys on? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That makes me laugh. But I think next episode, we should look into little people. Yes. All right. So this is a story from Shoshone. I love that name. I love her. <laughs> <laughs> Much love here. Yes. Shoshone, one of my homies. (laughs) Okay. So, I've been staying at my boyfriend's in Snife for a while now. I constantly see shadows in our house or huge shadows walking past the windows outside all hours of the day and night. That's scary. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, late at night, there's even a huge shadow that likes to just stand behind our bathroom door, which is straight across from our couch, staring at me while I watch TV. It doesn't bother me much. I've seen shadows my whole life. Plus, they hardly ever seem angry or mean. That's good. Yeah. For some reason, when I hear shadow people, I just feel like they would be mean or scary or like malicious or something. But that's not always the case. I guess not. Which is lovely. Mm -hmm. Anyway, last summer, I start getting sleep paralysis almost every night. Oh, God. I don't like that. We sleep with the bedroom door open. And I'd always see a huge shadow of a man just standing there in the doorway. Sometimes it would come stand at the end of the bed and I'd just watch it watching me and Jib sleep. I didn't really mind it. (laughs) I didn't really mind it until one night it felt different. I just didn't like the vibes I was getting. I had a horrible dream where there was a massive pile of dead dogs and it was lit on fire. Jesus. That's like something out of like... A horror movie like Ari Aster horror movie like Hereditary when things are just randomly on fire just terrifying that's actually the second time I've had that dream I remember waking up crying my eyes out when I was finally able to calm down and fall back asleep I got sleep paralysis Ugh, that sucks. I was just laying on my back looking at Jib sleeping next to me when all of a sudden I see Jib come running into the room Oh my god. The shadow must have took on his form. I got so, so scared. It was identical to him. Oh my god. You never really think about how terrifying it is to randomly see an identical twin to someone. The shadow of Jib ran straight to the end of the bed and grabbed me by my ankles, smiled at me, and yanked me hard. I slid about a foot down the bed. My legs were hanging off the end of the bed almost to my knees. Thankfully, the instant I got pulled down, Jib the real one jumped up and grabbed me getting me out of my sleep paralysis what a good man (laughs) he was just like what the hell are you doing and why are you laying like that (laughs) the hell are you doing (laughs) why are you doing that (laughs) jeez jippin (laughs) i remember screaming as soon as i could move and talk again he tried to rip my soul out of my body what i'm not sure why i screamed that now but at the time, that's what I truly thought that the shadow was trying to do. Rip her soul out. This whole... When someone gets sleep paralysis, do, do they know they're in a sleep paralysis episode? Not, no, I don't think so. Not because it feels straight up real. It feels, And that's why you wake up confused and disoriented. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know. I've never, I, like, when I'm stuck and I can't move. Like, I can't do it. I don't know why, you know? Yeah, that's not... never happens to me. 
it's never happened to me until like a couple years ago. So maybe it could happen to you. You never know. I don't like that. Good thing I'm not a back sleeper though. I sleep on my side or my stomach. Me too. But sometimes I roll over and then that's when the the funny business happens. <laughs> you know. The funny business happens when you're on your back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yanked me hard. You know what I mean. <laughs> No, no funny business. Okay, ghosties. Get out. <laughs> but um, I think that was our most traumatic story so far. Yeah, I think so too. Um, trying to rip my soul out of my knees. Yeah. <laughs> right out of my knees. Right out of... How come there? <laughs> well, it says in the story... Um, Almost to my... Her... It grabbed me by my ankles, smiled at me, and yanked me hard. Slid about a foot down uh my legs her legs were hanging off the bed like this yeah bed almost to my knees that's where her soul came ripping out of that's where i keep my soul i don't know where you guys keep your soul don't worry about it keep it at the knees (laughs) (laughs) so shoshone i'm sorry that happened to you and i hope you find some peace but yeah jibben shout out to you shoshone thank you for that story yes all right well those stories were pretty wild don't you think (laughs) Yeah, there. Did I sound sarcastic? Yeah, because <laughs> I really feel in my knee soul that they were wild. <laughs> in my knee soul. Yeah, my Nissan soul. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's probably the best thing you've said all week. Wow, that's depressing. <laughs> no, I mean it was the fun- funniest thing. It wasn't like the most intellectual thing. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Uh, tune in next time. Um, we'll have stories of... I'm not sure. We don't even figure this out ahead of time. No, nope, right, we don't. Scratch that. We pick um, them on the fly. But all of the stories that are directly submitted to us, those kind of take first priority. So if you would like to hear your story, like on one of our upcoming episodes, please write them in. Yeah. It's just as easy as submitting them. Like, mm-hmm. that's it. And then... Your story's on a podcast. Isn't that cool? It doesn't matter if it's short or long, fun-sized or gigantic, you know, like just just tell us <laughs> so we can tell it to you through microphones. Yep. Um, And if you guys want us to cover anything specifically, like we have a ton of resources for us to just get that information and then present it to you guys Mm -hmm. so whatever you guys want to know more of like we would be totally i think it would be fun to do something like that yeah like little people Mm -hmm. i want to learn more and i think you guys would be interested in that too so maybe that's something we can work on yes so send us an email to um ggpodcast at gmail.com uh visit us on twitter instagram facebook at Facebook is where you can go to Acquisition TV and see our posts there. Yep. We don't have our own Facebook page yet. Nope, not yet. But we do have our own. Oh, my God. Someone just fell in the hallway. (laughs) (laughs) Did you guys hear that? (laughs) It's so creepy here. Yeah. Um, Supposedly, this building's haunted. Yeah. But anyways. I don't want to stick around to find out. Yeah, me neither. So send us your stories. Um, any suggestions suggestions for future episodes would be great too. So send them on over, guys. Instagram and Twitter at GG Podcast. Please follow us. Submit your stories on there. And that's it 
please just keep listening. <laughs> and I appreciate people who share everything that we have. Like, that's so cool. Um, and just some of the comments you guys leave. It's really it's cute. And it warms our hearts. All right. So thank you for listening. This is Brittany Bonaparte. And Gahan Perkins. Catch you later. Bye. Oh,